<laughs> it's that time of the year once again. Ah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Inside Line F1 podcast and Pitch to Podium, or I think for this year, the Ferrari hype train. Welcome aboard. But no, jokes aside, uh, welcome along, folks. It, it feels so great to introduce you to yet another season of our race coverage right here on the Inside Line F1 podcast and Pitch to Podium. And I think it's about time where we can just bid goodbye to all of our social interactions on Saturday and Sunday. Right? Yeah, they were fun while it lasted. But see you in December, guys. Wow, what, what a time of the year. Feels so good. It feels like we are in the <laughs> spring of the year, quite literally in terms of the season, but also in terms of just how upbeat we're all feeling to see this new season. And firstly, I've got to introduce myself. My name is Somal Arora. I'm the host of The Driving Force on Disney Plus Hotstar, joined by the former marketing head of the Force India F1 team in Kunal Shah, who's now working as a motorsport consultant at the Sport Network in Norway. Clearly, Kunal, over the last couple of days, I've had this amazing urge just to watch Formula 1. Now, the funny part is, if you can have something like that for a movie, you can just go in and maybe find about find out about the outcome, right? But the best part about this is, you have to wait. But luckily, that wait is finally over. That wait is finally over. By the time this episode is out, the cars would have hit free practice 1 or being... Get, or being Getting ready for pre-practice one in Bahrain, I would say. And yes, it's the whole anticipation. First race of the week, uh, first race of the season. What do we expect? What are the five things to, to watch for? What's, what's the pecking order? And, and, you know, we've already been given the first big news of the weekend. Uh, I know we're going to talk about it later, but that is Sebastian Vettel testing mm. positive for COVID-19. And Nico Hulkenberg stepping in as a reserve for him, Sommel. So first big news in. I know we'll speak about it. But what's the one thing that's on the top of your list that you are waiting in anticipation for, for this weekend's Grand Prix? Uh, uh, for me, it has to be the pecking order, genuinely. Because there's this great buzz and great uncertainty about who stacks up where. Now, we all know that Williams are very likely to be last. And we all know that Red Bull and Ferrari are very likely to be first. But... Everything in the middle is murky. We don't know just how far the midfield teams are, even if they are midfield teams at all. So, so that order just really baffles me out. And just Mercedes as a whole, because as we discussed in our last episode with Abhishek Takli, where we discussed the whole season and uh, played a game of word association with each team, I, I mentioned that it could be the story like the, the, the boy who cried wolf, where they've always, always claimed that they've had a bad testing, but maybe now that they finally have had one, nobody's ready to believe them, including my dad who claims that they're going to get pole and the win this time out. So where they stack up is genuinely so exciting to think about. Yes. Come qualifying, you know, it's going to be time to take the sandbags <laughs> off. It's going to be time to take all the fuel off. And nobody will be able to hide their true pace and performance. And, you know, for all the Drive to Survive uh, viewers who, who've, who've tuned in, uh, like uh, like Toto Wolf said, you know, he loves motorsport. He loves the clock because it's the most honest thing. You, the clock never lies, as mm. they say. So that's one thing I'm really looking forward to, much like pretty much everybody else, which team stands where and and which driver stands where. Of course, it's going to be just one session. That doesn't mean that's what stands for the whole season. But at least we know what's going to be or what could be the pecking order for the Bahrain Grand Prix this weekend. Song. Yeah, absolutely. And along with the pecking order, there's also such a big, big air of uncertainty around the new rivalries. Now, I'll go with you on this one firstly, Kunal, because I've got so many fun combinations just boiling up inside my head. But which is, let's say, one rivalry that you'd love to see happen in Bahrain, which 
honestly we haven't quite seen so far what if we get a schumacher uh-huh. versus a verstappen oh. you never know oh you- <laughs> yes haas went quickest in testing second quickest max was uh, you know the quickest hmm. as well but yeah guys in fact that's what someone's trying to get at he's saying we could have some really different or really weird rivalries throw out thrown at us this season you know we've been used to max versus hmm. lewis and sebastian versus lewis but hey what about a you know schumacher versus verstappen or a schumacher versus an alonso and what's your pick so i've gone for a bit of a quirky one uh, in terms of the quirky rivalries i had one in mind i had I know I've just forgotten it because I forgot to write it but I'll go for the more serious one until I kind of actually remember what the quirky one was but I thought that it'll be really fun to watch the battle between Verstappen and Sainz because we all know the backstory they all came into F1 together Verstappen was always the guy and Sainz is always the second one now finally it seems like they could have equal machinery or maybe machinery that's very very close I'm excited I'm intrigued to think that what could potentially happen in this case when they go head to head against each other and as for the quirk one and i'm going uh-huh. go for it i'm going to add to your science and verstappen uh-huh. thing science was let go off so that red bull keeps right. max verstappen <laughs> that's the key part imagine them going head to head and science and getting the jump on max to this year's title challenge i mean anything could happen right at this time yeah 100% and another rivalry that i'm actually very keen on seeing now call me a, a bit of an oldie but i mean i'm only 18 but call me a bit of an oldie in terms of what wanting to watch old things but lewis versus alonso could be true if mercedes really are struggling that bad and if alpine really are where they were last year i mean i i'm fine with getting hungry 2.0 i don't mind i i know that you don't either because that is going to be such a fun one but it's crazy that we get to see this and it's so crazy that at this stage we just can't tell who's going to race against who i mean for all we know Lance Stroll could be fighting against Max Verstappen. It's 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 brilliant. Yeah, I think I remember your uh-huh. quirky one. Even though I know you didn't tell me this one, was it Kevin Magnussen versus Nico Hulkenberg? Uh-huh. Now, mind you, it could happen just for this race in Bahrain, even though it's a double header. But imagine a Magnussen versus Hulkenberg, since Hulkenberg yeah. is back. Yeah, exactly. So that would be uh, as Nitin on the pitch the podium. He was our expert data analyst. Is just. just written a minute ago on our pitch the podium whatsapp group we said smb part 2 that would be awesome even if just for just a race but think of it kevin magnussen versus fernando alonso could be possible too i mean we last saw that in 2015 that was a lovely battle who knows if we could see that again ah I- i'm loving this it's it's perfect we-, we get to do so much of fantasy booking in a way it's brilliant we do and the key to all of this is our second thing to watch for this weekend is mm. the cars you know F1 and every single team and driver has been talking about it's easier to battle you know i remember charles leclerc actually gave a very mathematical answer to this that when you're so many tenths away that's how you feel and you're so many tenths cl- closer to the car ahead and that's how it feels and the overall verdict yet and this could very well be a communication platform that or the communication peg that formula 1 told the teams and drivers to put forward is right that uh, the cars are easier to compete in to go wheel to wheel battling mm. on that's what everybody's saying the truth the, you know the truth is going to be revealed this sunday will the cars be able to race each other because that's eventually what 
this whole formula is all about, saying we are going to do whatever it takes to get really good-looking cars, yeah. which we've got, that can go racing and that can allow drivers to go wheel-to-wheel in action. And guys, remember, I've always had this classification. I don't care if an overtake happens at the end of a battle all I want is the battle. Exactly, exactly that. Because Imola 2005 and 2006 as well, we didn't have a million overtakes, but a fun race that really was, right? So that's the case. But we can't tell from testing, as always, because you always see some close racing and testing, right? So you can't really tell if the cars are that much better. So Sunday is the day when we find out. And I'll add to that list of quirky rivalries. Schumacher versus Hamilton, Gunal. Think of it. Wow. <laughs> That's another oh, big man. one. Uh, but my mind is becoming a melting pot for so many of these. But hey, that's that's the cars, right? And the cars will be supported by, in, in a way, the tyres. Now, lots of things are happening to the tyres. Firstly, it's the debut of the 18-inch, uh, uh, what do you call them? The 18-inch tyres, in a way? Because, it, I mean, not the tyres are of 18-inch, but the spokes and the wheels are of 18-inch. The, the, uh, I'm missing the exact terminology for that. What's it called? Yes, it's 18-inch oh, tyres. Okay. That's, that's, what that's the them. right tyre. That's the terminology. Okay. Yes. So the 18-inch tyres yes. debut for the first time. We've seen them in Formula 2 for a couple of years. But also, Kunal, free tyre choices. So that Q2 rule is gone now, which means that we could see even more volatility in that sense. Yes, the key, the key question is going to be, are the Pirelli's new tyre compounds uh, you know, susceptible to overheating when in battle? Because that's what used to happen with the previous era of the tires as well, up until last year. And one of the things that the drivers had requested Pirelli was to give tires that are more mm. durable when they are in battle. So the drivers are ready for battle. The cars, they say, are going to be ready for battle. Let's see if the tires actually hold up. And yes, the, the free tire choice is critical. It's going to have an important, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's an important ingredient when it comes to race strategy and qualifying strategy. So let's see how that evolves. Because, you know, for the last seven, eight years, we've had this Q2 rule in existence. So I'm really glad that they are drop, they've dropped that rule altogether. And uh, since we are sticking uh, on this whole conversation of battles, we also have a new race direction and a new race structure in place. The hope that we all have from this weekend onwards is say that the FIA are far more consistent in their application of rules, especially when it comes to wheel-to-wheel racing. Oh, yeah. That's that's basically the biggest change that we could ask for, apart from a budget cap and, let's say, more closer teams. I think this is what would come up next because what's a sport if you don't have clear rules, right? So there's going to be that. But a word on who our race directors are because now, of course, we have two race directors. So we're going to have Niels Wittick and Eduardo Freitas, respectively. They're going to be swapping around that role as and when. And I don't quite know who's going to do the role in this particular weekend, but we're going to have them. And they've actually done quite a fair bit of work in the WEC and DTM. So that, that's a decent bit of experience to have alongside. And plus, Herbie Blash is back. He's going to be assisting. And I think he's, he's done a lot of work with Charlie Whiting previously. But to add to that as well, Kunal, that whole VAR-based structure that we're talking about in the world of Formula 1, but there'll be a virtual race director assisting. Do you reckon it'll have a major impact as such on the racing as Let's see. That's exactly what we're going to watch out for in Bahrain. And I'm really hoping the VAR is tested. I'm really hoping that the race direction is tested because we need them to be mm. robust should an Abu Dhabi 2021 scenario come up in our lives again. And so that's one thing to look for. And Somil, I'm also eager to look for the television yeah. graphics. 
that we will see new for 2022. We had Priya Ponapalli from AWS a couple of weeks ago on, on the show, and she explained how AWS is working so closely with Formula One to bring us a better sport. So I am really looking forward to the new TV graphics as well. There is no word yet on what they're going to be. So maybe that's mm. another suspense that Formula One is going to throw our way in the next few I think few days. they're going to bring out the, the F1 sprint type graphics where you could see the car up ahead and they had a name marker and you could see the live gap, like a video game essentially. And I would love to see that happen. It's, it's just so much fun to see that graphic. But what more could they have in store? Because F1 is always working on something with AWS and that side. So that's going to be super intriguing. And maybe... Some changes to the to the broadcasting uh, taste and flavor of it, perhaps, because it's been, what, three, four seasons since F1 has had the same graphics, I, I think. And Liberty Media would love to have a bit of a switch, something new, something special. So that could be up for grabs, and we really don't know. It's only on that Friday when we'll get to know what the intro and the graphics look like. But final point for today, Kunal. The, the intro, intro yeah, specifically, yeah. yes. The it's intro. strange. It's yes. Thursday, and we don't have How much more sitcom level... Yeah, how much more sitcom level can it ah. get? Rom-com level can it get? Will it be a boy band? We don't know, <laughs> but that's that's definitely one thing to watch for as well. But uh, Samuel, your predictions for this Sunday? Before I get to my predictions, I've got one request for Formula One. If you haven't made the intro yet, please bring back the liquid flag from 2018. That was the best. Seriously, that, that really was the best. But actually, before we go to the predictions... We, let's also speak about two drivers very, very quickly. Kevin Magnussen and Nico Hulkenberg. I think before this episode began, we were thinking, well, who could be our driver in spotlight? And Kunal chose Hulkenberg. I chose Magnussen. But it's an amazing story, isn't it, Kunal? That Magnussen is finally back in the most absurd of circumstances. Same can be said for Hulkenberg in a way. And finally, we get to see their battle continue on after four years now. Yes, SMB part two or not, let's see. But great to see Magnussen back, definitely. I think uh, this is uh, this is just the way he came back is, of course, not the most mm. fortunate. And Hulkenberg, you know, he's super sub or Hulkenback, as it's now known. So uh, let's, let's look to see how well he settles in. And he's had no mileage in the 2022 car, the real car, mm. apart from the one in the simulator. So, you know, he'll be at it from FP1 and... You know, COVID-19, you know, as the world opens up step by step, could it play a factor as the season evolves? Mm. Because drivers will still be more social. People may contract COVID multiple times. You know, Charles Leclerc has had it, right? So the question is, would, you know, if you get it during a race weekend, how bad could it, you know, impact your championship chances? Let's Lots to... Lots to ponder over for all of us through the 23 race oh. calendar. But... For this Sunday, what's your prediction? And for everybody wanting a longer episode, go back and tune into the one we released a couple of days ago with Abhishek Takle. Mm. Like Samuel said, it's a one-word association format that's been doing really well on our channel. And uh, we went and said, what was the one word you could use to describe your expectations, hopes, or even emotions for every F1 team and for Formula One in 2022. So go back and tune into that. But Samuel, you're in the hot seat. What's your prediction? I'm actually in the hot seat. It's actually 37 degrees outside and I'm sitting in a leather chair, so it's literally a hot seat right now. But uh, that aside, <laughs> I am going to go for the same prediction I went for yesterday uh, that, that I gave in the Abhishek episode, the Word Association episode, I should say. I'm going to go for Max Hoppole, Carlos signs for the win, for his first win in F1, by the way. And one midfield driver who absolutely shocks everyone, 
apart from Magnuson, as I've already given away, is going to be Valtteri Bottas. That's that's just what I think. But what about? Oh, actually, Guan Yu, Zhou uh, Guan Yu is, is going to be making his debut in Formula One as well. So there's that happening too. Yeah, absolutely. So, a debutant hmm. to look forward. And, and what are your yeah. predictions for him? But yes, I'm picking Max for pole. I'm picking Max for pole and Max for the win. Mm. And frankly, at this moment, I don't really care about Kwan Yu Cho. It's going to be, <laughs> his statements are going to be, it's all about a learning curve for me. And uh, it all depends uh, how close he can get to Valtteri Bottas. So that's that's what it's going to mm. be like. How soon do you think we'll see Formula 1 drivers actually be replaced by robots in, in press conferences? Not Not the real drivers, but just... You know, instead of them having to act like robots, maybe someday they'll actually place robots in that place. Just makes it easy for everyone, right? No, nah, whatever. That it does. I really hope that doesn't happen. I love my press conference, Same, especially with good drivers. But let's see. I think it's going to be very organic this weekend to see genuine experiences and genuine stories from the drivers come out as they experience the racing side of this brand new Formula One formula in a way for the first time and i hope you have a good time watching the race weekend folks our coverage here on the inside line f1 podcast and pits to podium will be persistent follow us on social media we've got lots of data analysis and graph coming up graphs coming up uh, as a as a result of a wonderful team working on it over the course of the weekend and in case you're in mumbai for this weekend come to the stables in andheri we're having a fun little quiz before the race right there Maybe have a fun time with us and you could win a couple of really good prizes over there. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. See you soon and rather actually see you post-qualifying because we're going to do that as well this year. Bye-bye, folks. Have a good one. <laughs>